0: Justin, you ready
1: to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Glorious! No, I won't give in. I won't give until
2: I'm victorious. And I will defend. I will
3: defend. Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. Um, we're two friends down today because Matt is in Parts Unknown and Isai is in Works Unknown. Works Unknown. <laughs> um, but we have um, two other friends um, from that baseball show.
4: That's correct.
1: Yeah, yeah we're, um, doing, we're doing synergy. You here, have guys. two new friends. Yeah. Two, two, two new, new friends. friends.
3: Take that,
4: old friends. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yes. Hey, who are you? you never oh, yeah. That. I'm Derek.
0: I'm Zach. Then our two friends. Who are you guys?
1: Hey, uh, my my name is Matt Matt Melton, other uh, Matt, and I'm Jimmy Bowman, uh, also part of that baseball show with Matt Melton. Yes. Awesome.
3: Um, well, what were your guys' intro to wrestling? Like, uh, when did you when did you find out about it?
4: Oh gosh, I mean, uh, uh, for me anyway, I think mine, mine's shorter because I I I've sort of fallen out of wrestling late of late as an adult, but I I think I started watching wrestling right around. Um, Like, really, when the Attitude Era was heating up and the Monday Night Wars and all that, I didn't really much get into WCW, because it, for me, was always kind of like a Coke and Pepsi kind of deal. Okay. Like, I thought, not that I investigated this, because I was 13, it was very impressionable, but it was one of those, like, oh, if you like WWF, you can't, like... WCW or vice versa. Mm-hmm. We all know that's silly now, but that made sense, you know, in seventh grade. It's
0: not an <laughs> uncommon thought. Matt though. <laughs> was like a pretty definite. W- other Armat was a definite like WCW guy. Like he watched WWF. But is it
3: like that with SmackDown and Raw now?
0: I, I mean, I watch it, SmackDown a whole lot more than I watch <laughs> Raw. It feels
4: like they're tra- post WCW and post any actual competition. It feels like they're trying to recapture a little bit of that magic with maybe SmackDown and Raw. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably speak more to that than I could. Actually, any yeah, of you could for that I, matter, because I don't, I don't watch.
1: Rivalry, at least at this point, seems to be between, like, WWE and not WWE. Yeah. Where, like, yeah. if you watch anything that's not WWE, you kind of tend to watch it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know anyone who's only, like, I'm only Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I'm only, like, New Japan or anything. like they, yeah. They'll watch all of it and just talk about how it's better than WWE.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Brady. Shout out to Brady. Shout out Brady. Nice. <laughs>
0: derailed 20 minutes of our podcast is on to talk about that. Oh, no. To talk about not WWE, oh, like yeah. different wrestling. I mean, this is
3: a wrestling in general podcast. We yeah. stick to WWE because it's the easiest to access. Yeah. Sure, sure.
0: And then when New Japan has big stuff. We yeah. it work out for yeah. an entire
1: episode. Very good. Uh, on my end, so I got into, my gateway was really dumb. Um, my preference was really dumb, so I, I, I liked the WCW versus NWO video games on N64. Hell yeah. <laughs> they're great games, and like they literally made me like I don't know who these people are. So I became like hardcore WCW. Okay. Yeah, I went down with the ship <laughs> uh, because up to that point, like the WWF games were awful. Just button mashers, and the WCW one like had some elegance and sophistication to the like gameplay. Yeah,
4: yeah, so that's if, a fair point. Yeah, yeah right. Ra- Ra's war was like a lot of fun, but was infuriating and very hard. Also, <laughs> was it?
1: it was like the, the WWF game. You had to press pause, look up your moveset, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then perform that move set to like, Jeez. all right, let's figure out this rock bottom move. Okay, it's up, down, left. Right, all right, let's go back and enter the code.
4: <laughs> See, I just did lots of punching in that game, which worked until I played Royal Rumble, and then I couldn't figure out how to pick somebody up and throw them over the, ra- I over just the rope.
1: I think they have the same memory.
4: Yeah, it was very oh, yeah. difficult, as Look, I recall. Is, this
1: is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I was like, I was big into WCW. Uh, like, my favorites were, like, Sting, DDP, and uh, Booker T. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were just my favorites. And then when, like, the invasion came and I had to catch up on WWF stuff, I was like, "Oh, if they're taking all my favorites and making them look dumb." Oh, <laughs> oh, especially DDP. Oh my God! It's like, how about the you know the People's Champ of WCW? What if we make him a stalker? Oh no! He's just a pervert. That's more fun. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and then, like, I tapered off during the college years and ended up getting back into it to uh, because of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Me uh, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's
3: when I started watching initially, actually.
1: Like, if someone like everyone was talking about the the pipe bomb. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I used to watch this. And I watched him like, oh, oh, my God. This yeah. guy's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then NXT just kind of hooked me. And that's kind of why I keep coming back. Yep. yep.
3: So. Awesome. Um, who are some of your favorite all-time wrestlers, current wrestlers?
4: Oh, that's a great question. I think for me, uh, I, I, I have to go with uh, Mick Foley, for sure. He was one of my all-time favorites. Awesome. Especially, like, back in the day, we would buy, you know, my family, we would buy pay-per-views just to see him wrestle, and I remember distinctly when he won the belt, uh, just losing my mind, even though I was old enough to know, this was like, I think mean, it was like 2000, 2001, I was old enough to know, like, this. a lot of this has worked, but it was still like a big deal for me. And, uh, also, I don't know, have you ever had a chance to read his autobiography, but it is one of my all-time top five favorite books of all time. Like, Have a Nice Day, I recommend it, and to your listeners as well. Like, that book is amazing. He's an excellent storyteller, and he's got an amazing story, so. But I would say he was one of my all-time favorites. I got sort of embarrassingly embarrassingly into, like, Degeneration X. I really, I I ate that up (laughs) as a kid.
1: Degeneration X. Yeah,
4: embarrassingly so. It was basically the default way, and that's 100% true. Um... You know, like, I loved, like, Jesse James and Billy Gunn, like, their whole shtick. I thought it was amazing.
0: i going to take a quick pizza
3: break real quick. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, it seems, seems fair. fair. Yeah.
0: Okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, sorry for the weird interruption in the episode. Our pizza guy decided to show up in the middle of it, which was, you know a little bit of a weird interruption but just wanted to take this as a chance to say thank you to all of you who have listened to us so far um are listening to this episode right now um we really really appreciate it um and appreciate your support and all the kind words we've gotten from any of you and um speaking of that just want to take this as a moment to uh, ask any of you who haven't to go ahead leave us a review and rating on apple podcasts um that's a huge, huge help to us and it helps bring additional visibility to the podcast, helps other the people find it, so that would be a huge help if you could just take a few seconds to do that. Um, I don't say that um, hypocritically, it's something that I try to do to any podcast that I listen to and it's just a huge help to any of us uh, in the weird podcasting world. Um, If you want to support us, another way you can do it is by going to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast, where you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible that also goes to help support us, Um, which, you know, none of us are making any money off of this, but it goes towards, you know, things like hosting fees and, um, you know, actually getting the podcast out there because that unfortunately does cost some money, um, which we are glad to do but any little support we can get goes a long ways um plus just that deal is really awesome you get you know a month free of uh audible books and you know it's a great way to listen to books if you're like me and just never find time to read anymore you know there's great things on there both wrestling and non-wrestling related if i could suggest um a book there's a one of the best books I've read in the last couple years called The Squared Circle, Life, Death, and Professional Wrestling by David Shoemaker um, on there, and it's a fantastic read and I'm sure a fantastic listen if you don't have time to, uh, you know, actually read the book. So, um, yeah, just wanted to say thanks and, you know, put in these little plugs here for this weird interruption. So, anyway, it's going to get back to the episode with uh, Jimmy and Matt from that baseball show it's great to have those guys on so i uh, really appreciate it definitely go check out their podcast as well so yeah anyways guys thanks and uh yeah have a good one
3: all right the pizza break is over so uh <laughs> jimmy what about yes. your What about your favorite
4: wrestlers? Oh uh, crap! That means I have to go out on DX. DX and
1: McFoley is all you got from me. There's other ones too. Oh, keep go, going, going. But you going, go, ahead, Jimmy. you go, man. You get one more, man. You can get. I'll let you one more, so you don't have to be embarrassed anymore. Gee <laughs> 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 thanks. Yeah.
4: Um. You know. I, I don't know. Like a lot of those ones, like uh, the, the the stars of that era, like Undertaker, will always be um, in my heart, a special place in my heart. Um, I love Stone Cold. I don't care what anybody says. Stone he's, Cold was amazing back in the people, day.
3: Do people say bad
4: things about him now? I mean, it's kind of like I don't know. It feels like it's kind of gauche to like Stone Cold because of the whole <laughs> like uh, the whole uh, like persona that he had. But I thought it was great. I don't know. I mean, now in my opinion,
3: he's known as one of the best. Yeah. Like he's looked, at, he's idolized. So I think he was one
4: of the greatest. Uh, like, he could sell a storyline because you always kind of felt like he was like if if it if it was if. It, he always felt like if it was a storyline he was too cool for, he wouldn't be doing it. So he usually just made it work, which I which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm.
0: In our last episode, Isai had the best summation of why I like some Cold and why people do it. He <laughs> likes beer. I like beer. Fuck my boss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. I even liked... Uh, the old like when Stone Cold was a heel mm-hmm. after WrestleMania seventeen. That was the best. When he was just like this like paranoid when he's like <laughs> wanted Vince to like come take care of him. Oh Vince, I miss you. Like, I need you. <laughs> he <laughs> was just so like needy and awful. I love I loved him. He was so funny. He was the best. Yeah. 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 Goofy,
0: goofy weird singing Stone Cold too. Yeah. Pretty, that was pretty great. The, like, like Kumbaya. Mm-hmm.
1: Man. Yeah. I so so for mine, I think of the past if I I could pick one like probably character I love especially with hindsight was a like conspiracy theory Chris Jericho and and (laughs) WCW like really good stuff yeah yeah, just like he would when he would like grab the mic and introduce all the luchadors or whatever and just like start giving them fake names and (laughs) like giving them all disrespect or when he brought out the long list like everything that he did is still like perfect like perfectly memeable for this age Mm -hmm. uh And then current, I think there's a lot. Um, One that's just sticking out of my head right now, and I'm just going to say it because I got to meet one of them, was uh, uh, the Revival. Okay. Because they totally, Mm. completely changed my mind on tag team wrestling. Mm -hmm. Particularly, like, and without being spectacular athletes, they just made it seem like a perfect technical, like, art form. And I'd never seen it go to that level that they did in the past, like, two years.
3: Yeah. Like, I, like, currently, like, I didn't care about tag teams really and then, like, Cesaro and Sheamus are the ones who, like, made me, like, oh, this is good. Because yeah. I hated Sheamus forever. And now I, like, like him and Cesaro. And it's real weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tag team wrestling is, like, some of the best right now. with yeah. like, Sheamus
4: is this sh- super pale boy with his spiky hair. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, he's great. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He was so boring for a while as, like, in singles <clears throat> wrestler, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, put him with someone else who's really cool, and then he can be really cool. Yeah. They
3: do really cool stuff. They're really
1: good together. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it's just, it's basically what wrestling should be, which is giant strongmen doing strong stuff I cannot do. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> um, all right. What about the house show? Saturday, We uh, we went to a show here. We got to see... I got to see Shinsuke Nakamura for the first time in person. Oh, yeah. That was the best. What were some of the highlights of that?
4: Oh, man. Like, so... I, I guess... I, I think I mostly blame Jimmy for this. Because, like, I've it's like... Even though I fell out of, like, following wrestling, like, uh-huh. in college and after that, like, I never stopped, like... Appreciating it or enjoying it, uh-huh. and I think probably since, especially since Jimmy and I started doing our podcast, it, we it just keeps leaking into our podcast. That's that's kind of how we do. It's baseball, but it's really not a lot of baseball to be perfectly
1: honest. I I have referenced the happening several times on the oh, podcast, yeah. like
4: lately too, which is weird. <laughs> uh, but uh, so so when I heard they were coming to town, and like you know, I asked my girlfriend, and and I we, we coordinated with Jimmy, and and I was very excited to go just to go because I'd never even in my heyday I'd never been into a live event so I was super stoked and honestly like I've been to the Taco Bell Arena to like for different things we saw Elton John there you know probably most of us who grew up around here that's where like (coughs) commencement was like there was not a bad seat in the place, like I bought, like whatever, I bought some tickets off of somebody from Craigslist who uh-huh. won them off of a country station because fuck Ticketmaster. Uh, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, of course. Yeah, fuck Ticketmaster uh, <laughs> and their fees. So, uh, so we both kind of made out. But I was, I was sort of resigned to the fact, like we were gonna have terrible seats. When yeah. we get seated, I'm like. Boy, the ring's right there. Like, I could throw something and hit it. I, yeah. I assumed I was going to be, like, in the rafters. That's
3: what we thought, too, because like, we bought, like, what we thought were that level of price of ticket. Sure. And we were on the ground You're right the next to the floor two seats. rows
0: of, seat like, seats off the floor. That's yeah. ridiculous. We thought we were going to be one level up, and then, because of the seating chart, and then we got there. And I was like, nope, like, we're basically on the floor, except elevated, like, six inches, so we can actually see slightly better. Right, right. For thirty five dollars, I think that yeah, was yeah, incredible. Yeah. Nice
2: yeah,
3: it was incredible. But yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I
1: never have you. You guys had seen a house show before, right?
3: One. Just like, it was last year.
0: Yeah, which is at the Idaho Center, which was the seats were not like that.
1: The no, seats were terrible. Oh no. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, Jimmy, you're gonna big time him right now? No, no, not at all. I was, I was, because I was gonna say like, I, I'd never seen a house show. Mm-hmm. I'd seen other like the pay per views I told yeah, you guys yeah. about and stuff, but not a house show. And I was amazed, one, at, we just saw everyone. Yeah. Like, I did not... Think- they announced three matches.
3: Yeah. And we saw so much more than that.
1: Yeah, I literally just started to be like, want to watch The Ascension do, I don't know, 60 minutes? Yeah. Like, not re- but it was... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like an open mic night. Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay, just
3: We're
1: going to try get-
4: some new material out for you guys.
3: Last
0: year kind of felt like... Yeah.
4: yeah. Honestly, oh, they no. They weren't
3: trying at all. Yeah. Like, we saw Dean Ambrose, uh, Kevin and- Owens. No, Kevin Owens. Was- he was Dean on the roster. Dean AJ
0: Styles, and it still wasn't a very good match. Yeah, oh, so- geez.
3: And was it Randy and Bray?
0: Yeah, which is a very bad match.
3: Yeah. But like this match, this one every match was great. Yeah. They all like worked so hard. Kevin was the same on TV as he was here. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, it's like that's the thing. So first off, I never yeah, I knew it'd be I didn't know it'd be that many matches and yeah. I didn't know every match would have an ending and yeah. a clean ending. Yeah. I just figured it's going to be nothing but DQ's all the way down. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I forgot like because it's a house show how like it feels like the most carny you'll feel wrestling today, <laughs> yep. which is full on like, boo this man, he's not from here. Yeah, he has his own <laughs> customs. Yeah, which was exceedingly helpful for me because like, <laughs> I don't know a lot of these
4: these new guys. I don't I don't watch NXT or anything, but like, you can literally tell within like three seconds like, oh, this is the this is the heel. This is the guy I'm supposed yeah. to boo. Yeah. got it. Because your freaking entrance music is insufferable, or you're just <laughs> acting like a jag on your way to the ring. Like, got it. But yeah. it's so like, the. There's no comprehension necessary with that. You're just like, oh, these two douchebags, they're the ones I'm supposed to root against. Got yeah. it.
1: I yeah. do wish they had coordinated before all the heels and just said, okay, only one of us can pull the move where we're acting like we're going to throw our clothing into oh the audience. But we don't. <laughs> only they, one of us can do that. They did go
4: to that well quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true.
1: Like By the time we're like at the end, I'm just like, oh, Baron Corbin has a shirt he's not gonna give it to anyone. <laughs> oh,
0: man, I was real glad he took his shirt off though, because we got to see his sad, sad tummy.
4: Got to see
1: Crank
0: <laughs> Oh no! Oh, a no! Crank,
4: <laughs> crank a little Crank Tom. Oh no! His
0: belly button is horizontal, the entire width of his body.
1: Oh so. no! Yeah. I, I had a real good time explaining. So, like, I got my girlfriend into a couple wrestlers, like, mm-hmm. and, and so her her view of like. Who's who's popular in the WWE v- universe is a little bit skewed, yeah, yeah. Uh, because basically, I've told her that Shinsuke Nakamura, who is amazing, yeah. like Bobby Roode is the best thing ever, <laughs> and so she didn't even know he was coming. And when Glorious comes on, she just starts ah, like screaming. She was so excited, and it was the best thing ever to actually like watch these genuine reactions of these people. Yeah, um, I did that when Sami Zayn came out because
3: I had no idea who was going to show up, and then when Mike Kanellis came out, yeah. oh, you got to hear the best. WWE song written in the past decade like right. I love that song was anyway. that the
4: dude with the, with the with the lips on his buns
3: and yeah. you're talking
4: about yeah. Maria he's a heel for love okay
3: yeah like
1: Kate, my girlfriend Kate she just goes like so wait why are we booing him I'm like I don't know because he really likes his wife <laughs>
4: lo- love is dumb and feelings are going to be hated dude, that's why his
0: wife a lot who happens to also just like have Announced that she's pregnant. Also, he just got out of drug rehab, so let's boo this guy.
1: Yeah. Oh no! Boo that man who wants to treasure his significant other. But he was quite clearly the heel of that situation. That. You yeah.
4: monsters! That's Why do we boo for him? Because Sami Zayn will never be a heel.
1: Yeah. It's oh no. <laughs> yeah, he was Scott his way to everyone's heart. Tell Yeah. Oh, he was a
4: ska boy with the checkers yeah. and the yeah. Oh. That was that's an odd choice. <laughs> He's amazing. I mean, no, he was great, but he's he's a
0: ginger Syrian Canadian Muslim who loves Ska. He's a complex individual.
4: There's a lot of levels to
1: that, dude. Wowzer. That's amazing. I do got to say, like, one thing, mentioning, like, Kevin Owens, it's amazing how in person you can tell who just, like, the people who have it have it. Yeah. And, like, Kevin Owens, he's just magnetic. Yep like everything he did he was just this like everyone else played kind of like the big hammy heel you know Mm -hmm. buttons and then he just kind of goes up he just sits like a knob on the like the turnbuckle yep he just looks miserable and he's such a beautiful asshole he was so great it was my
3: favorite so good at what he does like um some heels like dolph ziggler has to try really hard oh he tried real hard (laughs) but i (laughs) mean kevin owens is just there and he's just like making, he's doing the DX thing he's just like looking at people in the face, starting fights with little kids. Oh yeah! Like
4: what was it when like after perfect Ted had gotten his ass beat for like 10 minutes he's just laying in the ring and like ko just like goes and like gets on his like elbows and like with his feet up in the air and is just like watching him <laughs> yeah. i was like that's really that's awesome yeah you're real that's a real dick move dude but and- like I, I responded to that a lot better than like dolph ziggler coming out and being like Bleh, i'm the best thing that happened to boise it's like all right dude like <laughs> we could basically see the teleprompter on which you're saying these words like this this, this sucks yeah. like i don't buy you as a heel but i i get that you're. Supposed to be the heel, but Kayla was like, "I'll be wins." Like he's not going to because no one's going to, you know, no one's going to win a, a belt match at a house show. Like happened in Madison Square Garden. I mean, maybe a, one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: AJ did it this summer, so it's never going to happen otherwise. Did and it really? Yeah, did he really? Won the U.S. title from Kevin Owens at Madison Square Garden on a house show this summer.
1: That's bananas. Yeah. 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 Didn't Was that like, a- them? It wasn't, uh, what was the NXT title they switched at a house show, yeah, too? They, Samoa Joe, right? Yeah,
0: Samoa Joe beat Shinsuke for it on a house show.
4: How did year. they deal with that in, like, on television? Do they just like, so this happened, and then do they, like, do it right back? Or, they, like...
0: They ended up switching it, like, a week later. But... Okay. Yeah, it was like basically just had a bunch of grainy footage like oh my god, you wouldn't believe what happened Please buy tickets to
4: house shows. Oh, so they're trying to put house shows over Mm. like you just never know Even though literally everybody in the arena was like, oh, it's a world title, huh? Well, this is not changing hands. Everybody knows this. Yeah, so how exactly is this
1: person going to lose (laughs) is, is the question now? I mean, I the one I don't know how it was for where you guys were sitting, but where you we were sitting, there were a couple kids and they were buying everything. Oh yeah, like I heard one kid during the uh, the Fatal Four Way for the U.S. title, just he was so convinced AJ Styles was, was going to lose yeah. because okay. they mostly just put him on the out you know he was on the out uh, like they just kept running him into the barricades and stuff and just kind of keeping him out of the ring yeah I think I
4: saw him smoking a cigarette at one point while the rest of them were just like smacking each other it's like, this must <laughs> be his scheduled day
1: off on this house tour show yeah, I'm gonna take a powder and then I'll come and win yeah. Yeah,
0: Randy Orton actually does a house
2: show
0: there's like a bunch of footage of him sneaking outside and bumming cigarettes from people outside. that's incredible you <laughs> <laughs> can't take them with them yeah, I don't know I think he's just that
4: much of like just, such just a, a little snake
1: where are you going to put a pack of cigarettes though honestly in, those, in those tights yeah, it's not going to go I apologize for this joke but it turns out Randy Orton's not a viper he's a cheap asp oh god I'm sorry I'm sorry guys you should be sorry that was awful <laughs> I know I should have leave that we, can't, we can't
4: do this on other people's podcasts you right, right. can't do me. this that was real selfish oh, please do it's yeah. better than our normal level <laughs> <laughs> of just
1: Howard Finkel impressions yeah. okay. <laughs> that's amazing yeah. what was uh what was you guys like favorite match of the night
3: um
0: um i mean i love that triple threat tag team because all three of those teams are so good that was delightful the very beginning right yeah yeah kicked off the show and i'm just a huge new day fan yeah and and all three of those teams are all great so seeing them all in person is great
4: even breeze and go because like i mean obviously like you're getting some pretty strong like Chills with those guys. Oh, I love They're
3: that. hilarious. They're so funny. They though.
4: were Man. really funny though. I,
3: on on the net or on like Raw or Smackdown? SmackDown. Sorry, I always mix those two up. I'm a bad wrestle boy. Um, <laughs> on SmackDown, they have. Um,
0: Fashion Files. The segment. Fashion
3: Files, and they did Fashion Peaks, where they just made, like, not made fun of, but parodied Twin Peaks. That's incredible. deep,
0: <laughs> deep cuts, cuts <laughs> <Yeah. like>, into <laughs> Twin Peaks references. Wowzer. Like, there was They're stuff
3: done. from the new season that was currently airing while they were doing it. That's incredible. And they've
0: they, yeah, they done X-Files <laughs> and Law and & Order and, like, Noir. Like, they just keep moving yeah. through stuff.
3: And super deep wrestling references. Very like, yeah.
0: hidden in the background of these segments. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. You
1: could literally, like, pause a frame and see, like, like mug shots of people that were like ref- like cross references between the show they were parroting and wrestling. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean, I will say they they made it a lot of fun because you you're talking about like the sort of the carny sideshow element yeah. to it, like that was on full like they just came out both barrels like full well, display for like, that first match. Tyler
3: Breeze just resting on the apron half the time, like I thought that was so I, I love that stuff.
4: Was yeah. so the one guy rubbing the other guy's back because he couldn't like flip the other dude? Yeah, yeah. he's like he that just was, hurt his like, back. That was
3: so yeah. that was so good. You would <laughs> never see good. that on TV. Oh hell
4: no 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 and no! So but I'm it was good so good delightful live.
3: They did it.
0: Though Tyler Breeze did come out dressed as a janitor in a title match.
4: That's true.
3: So and an old lady once. Yeah, and he, switched, <laughs> he switched to
4: an old lady in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. match had a mop. Okay, that's incredible.
3: Yeah, the the silly side of the WWE is some of my favorite
1: stuff. Absolutely. And though like it was really fun to explain that one to uh, my girlfriend Kate as well as watching because you have to catch people up. Like, how do you give like the pitch of who these characters are? Yeah. I'm like, okay, male model. Uh, ballroom tango dancer, but I guess they got together and realized they're also kind of male strippers, so they dressed as cops. <laughs> yeah. But also now they they're they're guys who are detectives for fashion.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a hell of an elevator pitch for a for a tag team duo. That's crazy. <laughs> also, they're really great at wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I'm and sure. I was
0: really really talented. Even gets very underutilized.
4: Yeah, um, but yeah, I guess
3: my favorite might have been that four way because seeing Kevin Owens like in person, like doing just being Kevin Owens was great. I love Nakamura. I went to see Nakamura, but Ginger's not that great of a
4: wrestler, so no. yeah.
3: like it's hard to He's a big hard, boy. Yeah.
4: That part was fun, watching a big boy do big boy things. It's
3: yeah. it's just hard to love uh say you love a match when only one of the wrestlers is great. Yeah.
0: Also just being
3: surrounded and by b- some the, real race. Being surrounded by session. it was, was rough. Yeah.
4: Yeah, th- I, I I'm glad to see that jingoism is alive and well in uh, sort of the sideshow wrestling aspect. Like that was, I mean, that was kind of a bummer. It, like yeah, a couple of those parts, it
3: was like that on TV too, because yeah. he was against Randy Orton. Ginger was for a while, and uh, I, did Randy ever say anything racist or was it just Not the crowd? Not full
0: on, okay. but it was like kind of implied. Like you're rooting for me because I'm
4: the white guy. Yeah. Like, oh no. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: but the tough. the most complicated thing about that is he's against Nakamura now. Okay. And he said racist stuff against Nakamura. Jinder did. Huh. So it's like, don't do that, guys.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I was more in favor, like, being racist is bad. That's my first disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag but analysis. If it's, if it's done under the guise of, like, the heel is clearly the bad guy. Yeah. And he's very, like, I remember when they did, um the Jeb Coulter stuff with Jack Swagger, like, five years back, Mm -hmm. where he was just racist towards Hispanics, and they had Alberto Del Rio come in and be the hero. Uh I was like, that's kind of how the alignment should be. Bad guys should be bad, and the good guys should be, you know, let's have some understanding, let's have some inclusivity, and let's, you know, make wrestling a more open and uh, varied place. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it gets kind of confusing, because, like, WWE is also confused about how to make like yeah they still do the foreign heel thing yeah like Rusev has in my brain always been a face yeah because he like he fights for his wife he fights for his home country yeah he doesn't like and
3: he... that smile
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah and he's handsome <laughs> yeah and then, and then they trotted him
4: out against like freaking Texas McFlagstaff Mick, Mick or whatever <laughs> like the American dude yeah and, like I clearly see what you're doing here like I this is like some glow shit right here but okay fine <laughs> yeah and then of course he gets his ass beat because like Rusev's got like 200 pounds on the dude or whatever. But I was just like, everyone starts with the USA there. I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, this it, is kind
3: of gross and weird. It was, the weirdest part was when they were chanting USA in a match with a Japanese wrestler.
4: Oh, seriously, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, yeah of
0: and course. It, he's
2: Japanese. He's
0: an Indian-Canadian man who's billed as just from India versus a Japanese man. And everyone's chanting USA.
2: Like I think I literally
4: said that out loud. There were kids sitting in front of me, and they were like, "Right?" And I was like, "Do you do you get this? I don't get this." Yeah,
1: do we just we just we want the guy to lose? But what happened? Like, are we cheering? We can't cheer for Japan, I guess. I mean, like, I guess we can, but then I don't know. It, was, it got it got messy. The yes. six
0: brothers are from British Columbia. <laughs> like they're the ones that are from the closest to America out of everyone in that match.
1: So really, if anybody. So yeah, like <laughs> I can't even like that's the thing I can't even like I feel like the problem is like WWE especially has trained crowds to behave in a certain way to certain like impetuses yeah and like chanting USA at the foreign heel has always been one of those things yeah and even if it doesn't make sense yeah and like WWE doesn't really ever stop to try to explain like no 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 see the guy you're cheering for is also foreign. <laughs> In fact, he's like markedly more foreign. Yeah, yeah, arguably yeah.
4: more of a foreigner.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: he yeah he comes from a different continent. <laughs> the three quote unquote foreign heels are all North American. Yeah, the, of Indian descent.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was weird. And of course, like one of the one of those things where they say like, "Ooh, this is a title match. Look out!" I was like, "Okay, so Shinsuke's is gonna get his ass beat." Got it. But, like, I have to say, even knowing full well, because I think they did that one. They did, was it United States champion? Yeah. And that. then the tag team championship the at the team, beginning? Yeah. like, no. And I knew, I, I, I could have figured, having never seen a house show, I'm like, there's no way in hell that they're going to change belts in Boise in a yeah. house show. That's ridiculous. But, like, I have to say that that didn't, I don't think that that ruined anything for me or that no. didn't make the experience any less for me, which I was... I'm not gonna say I was pleasantly surprised, but like I, I think I was a little surprised. Like I, I that that knowing full well how this was all gonna shake out mm-hmm. didn't take away from
1: my enjoying the individual matches, which yeah, were yeah. again very good. Like surprisingly, like yeah. a lot of fun to watch. And I mean, they they even had what surprised me is in the Bobby Roode uh, Dolph Ziggler match, they had Bobby Roode kick out of the finisher. Yeah. Well, like I wasn't expecting that in a house show at all. I thought it was like zigzag, okay, that's done. You yeah. get kicked out, and suddenly I was like my investment doubled.
3: The matches were real long. Yeah. And like I mean comparing it to the last one I went to, I didn't have high expectations. Yeah. Um, and I was very impressed. I was it was I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like overall, like, the match quality was all much better. Like yeah. and like the way that they booked those matches that like you know what's happening, but it's still, like, surprising how they got to there. Like, totally. Yeah. They kept it pretty suspenseful. Like, I, you know, a couple minutes before the finish was, like, you'd still not know exactly the way the match was shaping out. Yeah. Which isn't even true of matches on Raw and SmackDown. No.
4: <laughs> well, I think part of, like, what what I thought was, pro- I, I, it feels deliberate, um, and maybe this would be being a little cynical, but I think it was part of it was like with the triple threat and then the fatal what did they call it the fatal four way mm. with AJ Styles and all that so like even though you knew darn good and well like the belt holders were going to remain the belt holders there was still enough other things going on yeah. in those where it's like oh you know um what are those guys the usos yeah, yeah. uh you know they're going to get in there they were very popular people were cheering them on quite mm-hmm. a bit too and they got in there to mix it up so you didn't quite know how that whole thing was gonna go and then like i think during the fatal four-way is one of those deals where everybody had been knocked everybody out yeah so it's just like you know the ring is just full of bodies and like that was i mean it was fun like it's like okay well, who's gonna get up first to do their thing like even if it wasn't like if if the outcome was more or less preordained, it was cool
1: they even got to finish like in the fatal four they got to add some good old-fashioned like wrestling tropes that are really easy to understand for new viewers and kids yeah, yeah. like Oh, Baron Corbin and Kevin Owens are working together for a little bit. They're not going to like it when one tries to pin someone. (laughs) Yeah. And sure enough. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. They did a really good job of making it for, like, the people who watch as well as the people who don't watch, who just showed up because it was a wrestling event.
0: Yeah, we had some friends who have, like, the most minimal interest in wrestling like basically because of us like we've kind (laughs) of started to get them into wrestling in
3: one of them exclusively watches japan stuff (laughs) yeah
0: one of them exclusively watches new japan has no idea about like wwe outside of shinsuke nakamura yeah we got him into it through new japan nice into it and they scored like basically front row seats and they had like the time of their lives yeah like
4: that's rad yeah. yeah Yeah, I think that's, that can't be understated. It was just, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I think even with the melodrama, leaning into the melodrama aspect of it, and it got, you know, leaned a little far into, yeah, sort of the trope of, like, boo the the foreigners and douchebags, and, and, and all like, it was fairly, like, black and white in that way, yeah. but, like, it was mm-hmm. still fun. Like,
1: Dolph Ziggler was one of my favorite, like... Well, they're still cheered me a little bit. Let's run down the crowd. The most obvious by the numbers, like heel way. Yeah, right. Which is like I put Boise on the map. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we know you just showed up here. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah,
0: you definitely put it on the map with that intercontinental championship match you had a year ago here. The one time you've <laughs> ever wrestled here before. Yeah, that's right. Against Tyler Breeze.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> was the best thing that happened to Boise. <laughs> also, was... I, I'm surprised. I mean, future if if wrestlers are listening, good way to get heel heat here pronounce the city's name wrong which you all everyone did everyone does always yeah, yeah. which but you, know, you do it intentionally is all. right Boise B- yeah. Boise yeah. Boise Iowa like R- <laughs> Rusev's gonna come out I'm saying Boise with a hard Z <laughs> boom
3: <laughs> it was interesting because last year it was at the Idaho Center and they all did a good job of saying Nampa no, nice. they, like the, no <laughs> one said Boise they were all just like Nampa Idaho and I was like that's worse than, like, you don't want to say that.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not great. <laughs> how are we feeling tonight, Nampa? We're all feeling bummed that we had to drive out to Nampa. Is how we're yeah, feeling. <laughs> don't rub it in. Yeah, come on. Uh, I want to talk, like, I, I I really dug the the women's match. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of, it's kind of a bummer that it was just the one match. Because I feel like there's enough, like, whatever. And I'm basing this off of literally what I just saw. But, yeah. like, I, I it seems to me that women's wrestling, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, is at least is, is be given not quite a short shrift in the WWE of late. Like when I was coming up, it was sort of like the sideshow or as the yep. pair of boobs. It was accompanying whomever in like kayfabe. It was a kayfabe girlfriend or whatever, but mm-hmm. like. It seemed they, like, I mean, a couple of the, Charlotte Flair like yeah. knows her shit. Like it's it, it's kind of incredible the whole legacy thing, leaning into her dad like Ric Flair stuff. I think it was really cool, and it was almost kind of a bummer that it, they were all like. And here's a women's thing anyway. Back to the actual wrestling. Yeah, like, it still like felt that way a little I into
0: bit. A, a six woman tag, which is what they did last year too. Mm-hmm. So it shows that it's like a pretty recurring way to do house shows. That's yeah, too bad. It is it's a serious bummer because like. They like they have the women's title there. Like Natalia is the women's champion right now. Mm-hmm. Like they could have had she's in a program with Charlotte right now. It's a heart versus a flair. Yeah. That'll sell like house show tickets. Hell like, yeah. Put that on and then put on a four woman tag yeah. if not multiple other singles matches. Like the fact that they cram it all into a six woman tag every time is a bummer.
3: But they also do that on the pay per views. Uh, like That's too bad. It's they're trying to be better. Like, they had an entire women's tournament, which with all indie wrestlers.
1: That's cool. It was, um, it was great, too. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 32 um, amazing women wrestlers.
1: Like I could watch gifs of Kari Sane's uh, elbow drop just over and over and over again. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just can't wait for eventually her and Asuka to fight. In, like, two years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, like, and now, like, the commercials during the promos for TLC, they're just teasing... This wrestler Asuka, oh, her coming in because she's so good. She, she could out wrestle in most yeah. of the men. She held the
0: NXT women's title for over five hundred days straight and never lost a single match in NXT. Damn. She only dropped her title because she got hurt in her last title defense. does she like vacate it basically? Yeah, she vacated or? it. Uh-huh. You know, she's coming up to Raw undefeated.
4: That's
1: amazing. Two and a half
0: years in the company.
1: Dang. Yeah, it kind of, I mean, this is only my interpretation of it, but it's always been, like, NXT, past four or five years, it, like, does a really wonderful service to women's wrestling, and makes it on par. Yep. Um, it centers the women as important things, Mm -hmm. and not just, like, 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 it it makes- Not a bathroom break. Exactly, it makes them real three-dimensional characters, and for my money, like, the Bailey arc of her finally winning the championship was one of the most, like, emotional matches I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but once they get to raw and yeah. get under the grubby fingers of like the main WWE creative team, yeah. it all kind of gets a little awful. Yeah,
0: yeah. We, we've talked about this
1: <laughs> a lot. Oh yeah, lot it's one
0: of
3: my favorite it's, things
0: it's to talk about. It's a constant problem in WWE. If Triple H is in charge of it, it's great. Yeah. If Vince is in charge of it, it generally turns bad. Mm. Like not always, but especially with women's wrestling. Yeah. Like, and and other characters too, where people are amazing in NXT and come up and. Are terrible, are mm-hmm. absolutely terrible. That's a bummer. Because Triple H is a lot better and a lot has a lot fresher ideas. Obviously, yeah. Which, who,
1: which is the weirdest sentence. Who would have been out, on right? that? That's yeah. so weird. And, uh,
0: Triple H is pushing progressive thought into wrestling. The <laughs> DX guy, the
4: DX guy. You know the <laughs> DX guy. <laughs> yeah, anyway, probably. he's running shit. But Ooh.
0: now he is, you know, married to a very powerful woman in Stephanie McMahon and has multiple daughters. It seems like maybe he's figured some stuff out.
4: Yeah. Get into the family biz, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember, do you, do you guys, I don't know if you guys were watching at the time, do you remember the weird kayfabe wedding between Stephanie oh, McMahon and he, Triple he H? Her? Where he basically raped her yeah. and bragged about raping her in sta- on stage. That was uncomfortable. I'll never forget it. He's talking to, who was, because he was like, what was it? He swooped in on somebody's wedding?
0: Her in Test
4: oh my that's god right. it was a fucking test no, no, that's I, right. I, I remember even as a kid like i don't think that's legally binding yeah that's how weddings work <laughs> and they set up this whole deal and then all of a sudden she gets i guess kidnapped and then he comes and gets in his face and is like the question isn't whether we <sighs> did but how many times we consummated the marriage oh, no. and everyone's like "Boom!" i mean it was great heat but it's like yeah you got heat because you're bragging about raping a chick dude that's, that's it was, it was so gross terrible <laughs> So, like, but I've always liked Triple H fight, like, and I like that he's calling the shots now, but, like, I always, whenever I think about him and Stephanie McMahon, I think about that part in kayfabe, where he's, like, that's, like, the worst heat ever. It was gross.
0: Yeah. Turned into a beautiful, real life. I guess it's a beautiful,
1: <laughs> yeah. it just it grew a wonderful thing, but... Yeah. I mean, most weddings don't start when you're stolen from the altar and forced to marry another person, but I'm glad those two crazy kids figured it out, really. They yeah. did. And isn't that a thing where they got married after all of that? Like, Yeah, she turned heel by saying, no, we
0: actually are together.
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it, like, at least, because he dated, uh, this is turning to, like, People magazine from, like, 20 years ago. He dated China, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then and that to... was the
0: whole thing. He left her for Stephanie McMahon. Then she left China. Left the company. She
4: and then her and X Pac did a thing. Yeah, I mean,
3: that's so a smart business
4: move.
1: Both shoot and kayfabe. Triple H kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's also like responsible for one of my favorite parts of wrestling. Yeah, right. Yeah. So
0: I can sum up most people in wrestling. Yeah, do anything good. It's well, yeah, but they
3: also did this. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to wrestling's complicated.
1: That's real. At least like, at least based on the Twitter account, from what I can follow, and like the the stories, like guys like Kevin Owens, is seems like he's a great guy to everyone. Yeah, yeah. he's a dad. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I mean, he's he named his son Owen after Owen Hart, and then took the last name Owens when he had to change his name after his son. He's ah. Kevin Steen. Yeah, yeah. And, and they made him change it so he's like, oh, I'll go after him. use my son's name then. <laughs> his son is like a, the biggest wrestling fan ever and it was like really awesome oh uh, that's was, adorable like, he's a huge john cena fan and he they kept it a, a secret from him when kevin owens was gonna face john cena like his first thing on the main roster they kept a
4: secret from from kevin or from, from his from, from his, his son from his son, owens, his son. oh and no he, like
0: kept it a secret and then like videotaped it to like show how excited he was
4: oh that's a, that's the a best that's adorable <laughs> it is adorable.
2: yeah and they're trying to make him
4: a heel come on
3: He's good at it He's an amazing He. I don't ever want him to be a face I like him being a little He's an only child And I love it mm.
2: He's just a
3: little brat <laughs> He wants I love it Yeah he, Excellent
1: He's just kind of like In the, the. I remember when he like Debuted with NXT He was positioned as like, a, like Friends of everyone He knew Sami Zayn Like yeah. oh my god He was like, like This guy's great Let's watch his opening match Then Sami Zayn wins the championship Later in the night And Owens just hugs him Walks away, then power bombs him right into the like the ring. That's the best. Yeah, just to completely wrecks him and gets <laughs> like booed lustily. And those guys have been feuding before they like <laughs> yeah. NXT. Yeah, but been feuding since NXT. It's like the one pairing that always works. Yeah.
3: Yeah, fight forever. Yep. And oh yes. Kind of starting it again in SmackDown, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. I. This like one of the. There's a few things like sometimes like I get tired of it like. Fit and Bray, I'm a little tired of, and like yeah. Randy and Jinder, I was very tired of. But like New Day's and Usos, yeah, I don't get tired of that. I love it, and, and like yeah, they just always find new wrinkles or something new to yeah. do it. And like Kevin and Sammy are just they're just so they work so well together.
0: I mean, yeah, they're groomsmen in each other's weddings. <laughs> That's awesome. They're, they're real good friends, but they're so good at hating each other. On yeah
3: TV.
1: do you, Do you think do you guys think are they ever pulling the trigger on Sammy in, in SmackDown? I don't... I'm scared.
3: Like, I'm scared, I'm scared, scared they're, they're gonna, gonna do what they did to dissolve Ziggler and just kind of yeah. show up every now and then. I, I, hope, I hope they do because he's awesome. Yeah, like, and he's, he's like,
0: like, such a good underdog, so I hope that they're, like, trying to do the Daniel Bryan thing of he's gonna be an underdog for a very long time, but it'll be worth it when he finally <laughs> gets something. Yeah. But at the same time, they keep Seeming to forget about him entirely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's my like the Daniel Bryan thing was, you know, one of the best things ever when he finally like made to the top. Yeah. But the problem is like the journey was a lot of like they were jerking him around a lot. Yeah. And also I don't maintain that they ever they claimed they had it planned out. It looked yeah in no way did they have a plan. No, not at
0: all. They you know they saw how many people booed Batista when they brought Batista back, yeah, because they thought he was going to be a big hero, and everyone was going to like him, but actually they were like, no, we want Daniel Bryan, why is <laughs> Batista here? Yeah. And then CM Punk quit, so they needed a new yeah. tough guy, so yep. they're like, okay, Daniel Bryan, fine.
1: Yeah. Can, can I say really quickly, yeah, of just course. you brought up, so this is a super underrated part of wrestling, uh, Matt, you don't know about this, but I you'll enjoy not. it, that, that I love, I guess I kind of ironically love it, that they have managed to boo the Royal Rumble winner like the past four or five years. Like yes. like almost consistently yeah. everyone keeps hating the Royal Rumble winner. And even Randy Orton winning it this year they were just really happy it wasn't Roman Reigns.
3: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, like that's how you know you're making a mistake when one of the most hated people by the smart guys is getting cheered because it's, they're pushing Roman again. Yeah, and oh, no. like
0: just The fact that, you know, like... Mm -hmm. After one of those, like they tried to get like The Rock to help Roman Reigns get over, it, and people booed The Rock. Oh dear, you did it bad. Yeah, yeah. you did it real bad. The, the look in The Rock's face is just like this has never happened. Like yeah. so this <laughs> hasn't happened since the very beginning of my career when I got booed all the time. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, he like the best part, like because he's The Rock, it wasn't a look of why are they booing. It was like what is that? What is that noise? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that noise? <laughs> Something's wrong.
0: Yeah, he, he is the most confused I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> just holding up the hands of his cousin as they're just lustily like booing and he's like pointing at it like this went this, wrong this guy
3: they tried to use Triple H they tried to use Daniel Bryan like yeah
0: it, yeah it just does not work
3: yeah but <laughs> but it's starting to work for me <clears throat> I don't mind him I, mean, I watched a match today that changed my opinions on him oh yeah him and the Miz are feuding right now and they had an a incredible match and it's I like Roman more than I like the Miz but they did so good together. Like it was a great match.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of like I'm low key. I've low key always been okay with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a big fan of anyone being positioned in like the unstoppable snarky John yeah. Cena role. Yeah, just because it's boring. Yeah. But like the matches where like like when he was with the uh, Brock Lesnar or something and mm-hmm. he was just taking punishment, he always comes across great.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a great worker when he wants to be. Yeah, and I don't know. I think them bringing the Shield back together, I don't know if that'll put them over, Yeah, but it'll help, yeah. but I don't know what they're doing now. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, just think about this, like, trying to tie it into, like, you know, a baseball analogy to <laughs> fit with you guys. It's kind of like, you know, there's almost every season there's, like, that rookie player that comes in as, like, for two weeks is amazing, and then suddenly... Falls off the face of the cliff.
1: Kind of like the was it Jock Peterson maybe a year ago or no, so? No, I mean the the term for that is the Jeff Francoeur. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you the, go. that's fair. Jeff Francoeur is like the prototypical. Oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. How did everyone pass up on him? Then a year goes by, you're like, oh. Then two years go by, you're like, oh no. Then three years go by, you're like, he's dead. He's dead. They keep trotting him out, and he's dead. Why can't they see he's dead? <laughs> they,
0: they've killed him. Yeah, yeah but it's so. But it's like everyone like. But the announce teams are still saying. Ah, oh, the best guy in the in the league. Like, if it was because the announcers were in the pocketbook of you know the <laughs> still trying to the put him right over. Right
4: yeah. Like, What's well, what you get with regional sports networks? Jesus, it's almost hard to watch. Like even Nesson like watching them talk about like just slobbering all over like the the home team. It's like and the good guys are up by six or whatever. Like ugh, just call the
1: game. Like yeah. leave like leave it out. Come on. Yeah, the, I mean, the best is when the, like, particularly the announcers ignore what's very clearly being heard by the audience. Mm. Where it's like, there's just nothing but booze, and they're like, ah, yeah. a so mixed mean, crowd well, reaction.
0: Real polarizing. Like, <laughs> yes. It can't be polarizing if there's only one poll.
1: Right, yeah. it's just the one. Everyone's pretty much on the one poll guys. It's 100% booze. A lot of people got a lot of opinions about that Roman Reigns. <laughs> both sides, both sides, many sides. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeesh. Um,
3: well, speaking of baseball... Let's talk about some simil, not similarities. Some where wrestling and baseball have intersected.
0: Yeah, I mean it's not like as common as a lot of other sports. Like I was doing, trying to do some research here, and it's like top twenty. I literally literally read a list. Those top twenty six athletes that went into pro wrestling in. Like nineteen of them were football players and the other ones were UFC <laughs> fighters. So <laughs> that sounds like, about right. They actually do even have Macho Man on there, you know, who had minor league baseball career. Yeah, so I think he like, made it
1: as far as like double A or something. Yeah, like he yeah, was there know. a little bit. Yeah. Like, e- even now who are like the some of the football players were like today it's like Mojo Raleigh played football right. Yeah, I
0: played for mm-hmm. Maryland and then a little bit in the NFL. Yeah. And- there's, and Roman Reigns was in the CFL. That's right, that's right. <laughs> okay. Was on a practice squad, I think, in the NFL. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Brock tried to play for the Vikings, I think. Yeah, yeah oh, I heard about that. Aaron
0: Corbin was a lineman for the Cardinals. That makes right. sense. Right, right. Um, yeah, baseball, I mean, yeah, so there's not as much, but, you know, there's some real classic moments, like Abe Knuckleball Schwartz um he was just one of the greatest wrestlers of all time <laughs> i
3: watched
1: was one of the greatest watched, names of all time let's but, be honest i watched
3: a video of him today and it was incredible
1: oh yeah 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 how, how long because w- refresh me that was the brook that was one of the brooklyn brawlers other names right yeah it was one of his
0: like six names yeah for, like, <laughs> i think maybe a month like, oh no it was because it's just for the strike When whatever season that was yeah. when the players were on strike they were like let's make a heel character out of a player on strike.
3: That's amazing. He was a baseball playing wrestler on strike and he was a heel because everyone was mad about
1: the strike. Was he a, like, did they try to position him as a scab?
0: Um, no, he was literally like, I'm not gonna do what you guys want me to do cause I'm on strike.
1: <laughs> and he was
3: blaming, he was like saying it was the fan's fault. And like, he's like, <coughs> baseball just, they just want to be millionaires and they don't want to pay us anything. And it was, it's such a I, weird promo.
0: Like a baseball, you yeah. know, like baseball players.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like baseball players do. Yeah. With like stitching and everything, like seems yeah. like a... Oh, box. yeah. Well,
1: I mean, it's, it's a, once you make the major league, they officially brand a baseball <laughs> in half of your face to let them know your property of MLB. That's fair. Yeah. I am forgetting about that. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you haven't watched a game in a while on TV, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. The main other big moment, of course, is Pete Rose...
4: Our, our favorite yeah. we we owe honestly like legitimately we owe pete rose so much <laughs> half of our podcast easily is about pete rose and pete rose's shenanigans I mean, pete
0: rose is a member of the wwe hall of fame
4: and the that baseball show hall of fame Yeah, <laughs> currently yeah. under construction i
0: mean two hall of fames you know to make up for the one he'll never get for the
4: it. one he'll definitely never ever touch unfortunately yeah.
1: you have to almost think that him being involved with wwe and wwf uh hurt his baseball hall of fame chances even more i mean because like like i when with mlb like it's it's a it's a lark as well, but they're, of course, obsessed with the dignity of the game. Oh, and can't. then you watch a man in a chicken suit getting tombstoned by a giant fire demon.
0: <laughs> I think Bud is a pretty big Kane mark, to be
1: honest. <laughs> <laughs> they both have no soul, so that's true.
4: That's that's 100% true. I never fully understood that. Was it because, like, Kane was the Big Red Machine and he played for the Big Red Machine? Like, was there any connective tissue with that? <laughs> that's I, more thought out than I thought.
0: I mean, I bet someone thought of that, but I don't think that was ever... They never
4: factored... That's a missed opportunity is what that is yeah. like i can see that very much being like you know one of those like like a shitty like i don't know like taco bell commercial where it's like well they say i'm the best and oh actually i'm the best and i, I they call me this or whatever like it just seems like a shitty sort of weird thing that they would do to like cross promote and they never did so they, they did i think that's too bad a
1: while ago matt like a, a anger management sketch of kane and daniel bryan going to anger management and they asked like Kane, like, why are you in anger management? And he literally just, in a deadpan voice, recited everything he'd done in WWE. He's like, "Well, murdered my parents with a fire. <laughs> uh, I've tried to kill my brother several times. Uh, I've like uh, just you know going through all that." And then he just ends it. And also, I have a not really explained obsession with Pete Rose. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That's so so good. in canon, he doesn't even know why yeah. he's he's obsessed with Pete Rose. That's extremely good. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever under because it was like two thousand or so, right? Like two thousand WrestleMania. I remember he was there for that, and like the chicken seat, like this is, it's. I don't like. It seems like a blur, and it seems like the fever dream of a madman trying to explain it, but, like, <laughs> I don't... Like, he was there, and he certainly was. It was certainly a big part of it, or a part, anyway. Yeah. Enough so to be literally in the WWE Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, the man with the most hits in Major League Baseball history was in a chicken suit out of WrestleMania getting tombstoned by Kane. Because life <laughs> is wonderful and, and weird. And I can't figure out how to explain it more than that.
4: No, <laughs> that, that that's just basically,
1: it. like, a dada artwork. Like, that's how, like, absurd it is to just, like... There's no rhyme or reason. I don't think they ever explained why he was in the chicken suit or why Cain wanted to tombstone him other than he was just encroaching on Cain's personal space Mm -hmm. as a chicken. So he had to pay the (laughs) price.
0: To be fair, of all the people in the world, Pete Rose is one of the people that want to tombstone (laughs) the most.
4: That's extremely fair. I think... Whatever. We talked about this at length on our podcast, but I think in general, it's one of those things where, like, he did the thing, even though, like, yeah, the gambling and all that was, like, real bad, especially when it came out recently that he was gambling against his team, because that was sort of the last shred of, like, well, at least he never bet on his own games. Okay, well, he bet on his own game, but at least he never bet against his own team. And then he definitely did that when they, like, seized his ledgers and all that. So it's pretty much indefensible at this point. Having said that, like, he did. Do all those hits, like, and no one's ever going to touch that record. So it's, we're going to let everybody else in, but we're not going to let him in. Like, I don't know. We could go on for hours about yeah. that. And
1: it's also worth remembering with Pete Rose, the one fun fact about him getting all those hits is he was a player manager. Oh, yeah. He managed his own team and would then play himself when he's just an old, wasted piece of nothing <laughs> so he could get more hits. Jeez. Yeah. So it's like, even then, it's like, there are some charming aspects about Pete Rose, like hearing him talk hating is an amazing thing, but then there are some really, really awful, awful underbelly things where he's like, oh yeah, he's kind of the weird uncle no one wants to talk to. <laughs> right. Wearing the chicken suit.
3: <laughs> that's funny. What are some baseball players that would be good wrestlers or uh, wrestlers that would be good baseball players? Well,
1: that's an excellent question. Well, I've got an answer right away. Go yeah. for it. Okay, best best baseball player to be a wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Judge. Okay. Yep, 100%. Mm-hmm. I have a
0: picture of him. With Braun Strowman, it, he's, he's a big boy.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh,
3: is he the dude that's as tall as
4: Braun? Yeah. Yep. Where
3: he's we're Cass is shorter than him?
0: Yeah, and then okay. also, yeah, the quote-unquote seven-foot-tall <laughs> Cass is shorter
1: than... <laughs> Six-foot-seven, Adam <laughs> Judge, yeah. The <laughs> uh, juice of the stats a little bit, I think. I don't know. Also,
0: Alexa Bliss is in that picture, which is, just makes <laughs> oh, it amazing. No. She is five feet
2: tall. Oh, no! Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you can't teach that, apparently. No. You cannot. You Yeah, so, like, Aaron Judge, just because, like, he's big and strong, he's a rookie this year, and he's, like, the whole baseball world is talking about him, like, he he set the rookie record for home runs. Wow. Like, that guy's coming in with some heat already if he's a wrestler. Also, like, just, it's, yeah, the Braun Strowman picture of looking, when you look at wrestlers next to other, like, actual athletes, Mm -hmm. it's amazing, like, because I always just think of wrestlers as, like, gods. yeah. like, like, no one is bigger when they're on the ring, you know, in the ring. Yeah. But when you see them next to other athletes, you're like, oh, they're also just athletes. Yeah. That's actually what they are. They're just athletes who yeah. do something different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, personally, I've thought this for a while, but I would love nothing more than to have Bryce Harper be a Miz-type heel in the uh, WWE, because he has the hair, for one. <laughs> that's true. Two, oh, my God, yeah. I think that guy could get heat, just the most heat ever if he really wanted to.
4: It's one of my favorite gifs of all time. Is Bryce Harper doing the Little Mermaid thing and flipping his hair in center field? It was incredible.
1: I'll watch that over and over again. Yeah, people would. He he has. I love Bryce Harper like I love my own son. I, I don't have a son, um, but he has the most punchable face. Like he just he has the jockiest, most punchable face. Like as a wrestler, he would totally be a Miz type.
0: And I, I love the Miz. I'm I'm an unlike, like I have no shame in being the biggest supporter and like. You know, defender of what the Miz does because he has the most punchable face and knows mm-hmm. it, and makes sure that everyone he's, else like he's knows
3: it. excellent at what he does. Like I, he does seem to lean into I, it. I quite hate a bit. him for a reason because he makes me hate him. Yeah. So cool. Um, I would say Jinder Mahal because he does not have steroids. Yeah, you, you fit into like you, you <laughs> maybe old old baseball. You'll yeah, be I right at Barry home on that cover baseball. of Sports
4: Illustrated with uh, Mark McGuire and uh, Barry Bonds and Togas. Yep, Jinder yes. Mahal and Toga. Yeah, you totally would. Just these eight foot tall man beasts. Yeah,
0: they can just all <laughs>
4: pop each other's back knee. Yeah, yeah, absolutely so. Yeah.
1: Stick each other in the butt with quote unquote B12 shots. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I really enjoyed like when Jinder Mahal left because he was a jobber and then like they didn't need that jobber anymore mm-hmm. then he comes back and he just looks like he had like pulled his skin over snakes yeah. like that's how thick and veiny he was
2: yeah.
1: and the worst part is like you could practically hear like the boner mcmahon popped when he saw how big he was like yeah. oh that's a good body <laughs> fast track him or whatever I'm trying to think uh who would be a good uh, who would be a good luchador matt a good luchador, yeah, like, like so, from like,
4: baseball into into wrestling, yeah, yeah. To, to re- wrestle as lucha, um,
1: that's a great question. Uh, mean, you could always say Ho- like Jose Altuve, he'd have the built-in Rey Mysterio like size difference with everyone.
4: Yeah, I think that's I think that's pr- probably pretty close because he's one of the smaller boys, but like he's like he's super like he's an amazing like athlete, and a tremendous baseball player. I bet you give him a little bit of time, he could be flying around the ring lucha <laughs> style.
1: It'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, Altuve, I think he's like five. Five, five, six. Okay. Yeah, like he, it's, what's cool about going on baseball right now is Aaron Judge, Braun Strowman size. Okay. Is, he's, uh... Having one of the best years for the AL, so he's up for the MVP. The other guy who might take the MVP from him, Jose Altuve, five six. That's so sick. A little dude
4: with like a crazy good batting average and like leads a lot of like in those sort of advanced stats. And then just air Judge hits big fat
1: ding dings yeah, all day. It's basically like who's a better wrestler, Big Show or Alexa Bliss, and that's okay. the competition they have like for the <laughs> it's AL MVP. AM. Yeah, yeah, it's that's extremely crazy.
4: good. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun to see how that shakes out. Because honestly, because like we talked about this on our last, we just recorded our our latest pod last night. And I would be fine with either one of them winning, but I think it says a lot about like where people are looking and what stats they're interested in between Aaron Judge or Altuve, to be honest. Um, but they both they both earned it. They both certainly deserve it. I don't think there's any a clear cut winner. Either one of them would be fine. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um,
0: I was thinking Pedroia to be a uh, El Generico type. <laughs> um, if you, Sammy Zayn used to be a Luchador, but wait, like what? Matt, yeah. Oh yeah, never mind. No, he never was. Okay, this <laughs> oh, yeah. what up to
3: no, Generico. <laughs> he died. No, I thought he was in Venezuela or something. He started an orphanage.
0: I think he died. Oh okay. okay, he's probably no. dead now. But no. Um, again because he's just
1: so so little.
4: Yeah. He's little just guy. a little, little guy, yeah. Petey's not a big dude. That's true. I'm trying to think maybe even more like historically, like who would be a because like we I think we we have to find like the the antagonistic heel. In I've baseball, even, that would be an amazing wrestler. The
3: scariest baseball player that I know, I know very little about baseball, is uh, is it Randy Johnson? The guy who killed I mean, the bird? Yeah. Yep, unit. Randy Johnson. Big unit. <laughs>
4: by far I the mean, least likely thing that's ever happened on the face of this earth, by the way. To get <laughs> yes. blasted with a 100 mile an hour fastball.
1: Yeah, and and his, uh, his uh, nickname would totally fit in the WWE Attitude Era.
3: Oh yeah,
1: it's so fellow The big unit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You put big unit and big sexy and Val Venis I mean, in a three way. Johnson. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like it's triple hit... threat match. Yeah, him joining DX.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> he He's yeah sick. He, yeah he was like an uh, I, I've watched the bird clip you talk about. Yeah, is my favorite thing to show non baseball fans. It's,
3: it's insane. Yeah, the probability of it,
1: I I don't. It's crazy. It just he vaporized it. Yeah, like a, yeah. a million pieces.
3: I'm I'm in a softball league, and there's a rule called the bird rule. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you hit a bird in the air, it's still a live ball.
4: So it's basically like the uh, like the catwalks at Tropicana Field. That's kind of a fun ground rule where yeah. like if you hit it high enough, like. I don't know. We're just gonna play it off of the, the catwalks. <laughs> what, what are we supposed to do? It's not gonna happen very often. The
0: Vlad Guerrero rule. <laughs>
1: yes! I think, I think the, the two biggest baseball heels I can think of, guys that would be like full-on heel, mm-hmm. um, one would be Ty Cobb. Uh,
0: that was the one <laughs> I was thinking
1: of. Yep. A man who, beyond being a virulent racist, uh, also tried to fight a man missing limbs in the audience in the crowd one time. Jesus. Yeah, Ty Cobb was the worst. Yeah,
0: (laughs) slid with his cleats up. Yeah. Like on purpose. Uh,
1: And then Ted Williams would be a great heel. Because he'd be one of those, like, I'm perfect heels. Like, one of those smarmy, I'm, like, my batting average is 400. What's your batting average? Oh, sure. Sort, sort, of, like,
4: sort of like a Kurt Angle before he got his turn. Like, yeah, just sort yeah. of this like an arrogant, like, I'm an actual wrestler.
1: Grr. Yeah, well, yeah. I could see that. Like, cause, also because Ted Williams was a big jerk, too. <laughs> yeah, he was. Also racist. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> not great. There, there was a lot of those guys in past it, baseball history.
0: It, it fit right in.
4: And <laughs> I
1: definitely think, oh, I
4: definitely gosh. think, I don't think Goose Gossage would be a wrestler, but he's got to be somebody's asshole manager for sure.
1: Oh, fully, yeah, what? yeah. Just talk about the old, talking about the millennials and <laughs> their awful like way of playing baseball. Right, yeah. He just going be just the cranky old man in somebody's corner that you know distracts the ref while well, something happens. And, and then of course, like it's it's an obvious one, but Babe Ruth would be the face. Oh yeah, he'd basically be Stone Cold Steve Austin except instead of beers, he'd like pop open a hot dog and then like down three hot dogs in a row in front of the oh, crowd and man. they all cheer. That's true. Like, he just keep getting fatter and fatter, and everyone would love him.
0: Just <laughs> dumping hot dogs into his mouth.
1: And, and probably also beer. I mean, to be really honest, he probably yeah. would. Forced nutrition true. was garbage, you know, 100 years ago. It's so sad. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that was pretty much the year where they're like, the fatter you are, the stronger you are. I see no difference between them. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That a, <laughs> exactly. That was also what they would say,
4: hey, babe, don't play golf in the offseason. You have to save your legs because we'd think like Donald Trump in that you only have so much energy in a given lifetime. Yeah. Like, literally, like, it would have been work,
1: like a workout for him. The closest thing he ever got to working Matt, out, and they told him not to. WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump. <laughs> Call <laughs> him by his official title, please. Jesus Christ, is he actually in the WWE nice. Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah.
4: That's unfortunate. At least he got booed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one thing, I guess. There
3: are three people in the presidential cabinet now who have been... Stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin
4: That's incredible Like in the <laughs> current cabinet Yeah has <laughs> gotta be some kind of record Yeah Yeah, yeah Linda And Donald
0: And This is only
4: two
3: There was three at one point I thought
4: Oh man yeah, the, Well the, a lot of them have been fired or resigned So there is <laughs> that but There
0: was a picture With the entire McMahon family With With Donald Trump Like right after Linda McMahon Took that appointment It's like Everyone but the children in this picture have gotten <laughs> Stone
2: Cold Stunners. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: and what I was thinking of. Delightful. And they're all shit stunners, too. <laughs> like, they're some of the worst stunners of his life. Like, Lyndon McMahon just kind of falls over. Oh, yeah. And Donald Trump was just, like, watching him. Donald it. was,
0: he folded in half.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Can we talk about
4: for a second how the Stone Cold Stunner, like, while it was a neat move was like the shittiest finishing move like it's ever happened like that wouldn't do anything to anybody it was that's not a good move
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you'd really have to catch him like with the shoulder to the chin so yeah like, like it would take
4: a lot otherwise it was just stone cold sort of wrapping himself around somebody's neck and then hitting his knees and then the other person like flying backwards like they'd just been pushed by a jedi yeah. it was it was not like it just like even when i was 14 years old and i ate it up i'm like
1: that doesn't seem like it's all that. Lethal. Did, did, y'all, did y'all? I don't want to take up too much time or anything, but did y'all hear when, uh, so, uh, back in the Royal Rumble, uh, Kevin Owens busted out a Stone Cold Stunner? Yep.
0: Oh, yep. And then he critiqued it? Yeah, um, then,
1: then he went on the Stone Cold podcast, and Stone Cold's like, now nah, son, now nah, son. And he's just like,
0: that's <laughs> he <laughs> incredible. Some, like, scientific reasoning of, like, why Stone Cold Stunner works. Like, he's like, well, you got to kick him in the gut to, like, knock the wind out. Out of them, and then you stun them because then they don't can't catch their breath, and that'll like put them out. And, like, <laughs> so you didn't kick him first. That's why he. That's why he kicked out. Oh, I see.
4: <laughs> that so, was one of my favorite parts: is the boot to the stomach, and then the turn, and then like yeah. it was fun. Yeah, but like half of the time, like you could see, like they just sort of like leaned over and then fell backwards. Yeah, like yeah, unless it's a rock, it's then hard. He ended
0: up with his feet like on the outside of the ring somehow, yeah. like, bouncing a million feet in the air.
4: Yeah, I think he sold it.
3: Perfect. Well, <laughs> the last time I saw a sell like that was um, when Cesaro sold Dean Ambrose's move and uh, busted his teeth in. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh. That. <laughs> that, was the, that was the worst thing I've ever yeah. seen. Like yeah. it, The worst was finding out, like, he's like, oh, man, he just knocked his teeth out. That's amazing. No. And you're like, oh, no, no, he didn't knock his teeth out. He pushed him into his face. Oh, was and that the cat that ate the turnbuckle? Yeah. yeah. Yikes. And it was his
3: own fault because he oversold Ooh. so much.
0: Yeah. Jump too far and then bit the ring post.
4: Oh yikes! But now
0: WWEshop.com is selling a shirt that has hit a picture of his face with his teeth messed up that says Th- "With Superman" on it.
1: <laughs> oh my oh god! Oh no! That, man, they they jump on the ball oh. for any like chance to squeeze
4: money out of people. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah squeeze that. Squeeze that lump of coal. Make a diamond. Uh, before we
1: finish, just because we were talking about, it, I have okay. to ask. Yeah, so of course. The the three. what what, what are your guys' favorite? Takers of the Stunner, because I I was just thinking about like you were talking about. I have have three in my brain. Like Mm -hmm. the Rock is one, Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
1: uh, the Shane one where he like spits out all the beer. Really, really good. (laughs) And then the uh, the Scott Hall one. Okay. Where Scott Hall basically pogoed in the air. Yes.
0: I don't know if I can beat those three. I mean it's special because it's like probably the last one we'll ever see but it's Xavier Woods at Wrestlemania 32 It's probably like the last one we'll see in a ring cause oh, that's right. like he you know Stone Cold came down and celebrated with the New Day but then they celebrated a little too much so he stunnered Xavier Woods you know, <laughs> Xavier Woods gets to have that Wow. Like, thing is like I'm probably the last person that's gonna take a stunner like cause Stone Cold really doesn't seem interested in coming back for stuff in the ring anymore Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, he's probably gonna be the last guy to ever take one
1: in his explanation Man. the next night was like I I I deserved it. I deserved it. Like <laughs> I stepped out of bounds and he stunned me. I had it
3: coming. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like, yeah, I took a stunner. I took a stunner. He's probably amazing. so stoked. Yeah. Um well besides The Rock, I would I don't have three. I'd probably say Bret Hart, just because their whole arc mm-hmm. is so emotional. Like I mean, I've only watched um, the stone cold documentary yeah, yeah and the bret hart documentary so i got both sides but that's really all i've seen so i haven't watched
1: attitude era wrestling so i would say i'd say bret hart it's a pretty the bret hart St- stone cold stuff is a pretty perfect wrestling story yeah like it's what got most people hooked i think and just watching it it's amazing how every beat works as a story like mm-hmm. it just you had two complex characters and they had motivations and it was really like that was, like, the best Shades of Grey thing they ever did, I Yeah,
3: think. for sure. Um, yeah, that's all I can think of.
4: I mean, I think, uh, I, like, I, again, I'm just, like, super biased, but I remember, like, times when, like, Mick Foley was, like, like an interstitial, like, inter- inter- intermediary between The Rock and Stone Cold. I remember him getting stunned a couple of times because he was one of the best guys to ever take a bump at uh, Mankind. So yeah, we sold yeah, the crap oh, out well, of it. Of course,
0: that's the understatement of the century.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, but, like... So that was pretty good, and then I think some of the stuff, the feudy stuff between um, uh, Stone Cold and Vince. I think Vince got stunnered a few times, yeah. and that was extremely fun. Yeah, I mean, and especially he always he sells- didn't take it
0: well, like the first time. But the just the first time he took a stunner was just so like such a cathartic thing for the crowd.
4: It was incredibly satisfying. Yeah, yeah.
0: it was the yes, fuck your boss, like <laughs> completely the most like the biggest degree of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
4: Not not being into beer when I was fourteen. I still, you know, I got it.
0: <laughs> didn't didn't
1: Vince take a headbutt recently?
0: Yeah, from Kevin Owens. <laughs> yep. And it's the most terrifying thing like I've seen it in a minute because it's a seventy two year old man and Kevin Owens like caught him with the headbutt and like, oh. started bleeding. Like yeah, pretty sure that he like pre bladed it like because it just started like coming in a perfect little, like, patch on his head. Like, oh, dang. So he probably, like, pre-bladed and then glued it. But, like... <laughs> just, he, he, which is an old-school carny trick, and Vince is an old-school carny. Yeah, gotta,
4: like, yeah. he, he connect, is at that.
0: There's he, a thud to it. Like, yeah. it, it, there's connection,
1: skull to skull. Yeah, it,
3: it shouldn't have happened, but he's committed to his business. Yeah. Like... It was it was insane. Oh,
1: Vince's nasty blood. <laughs> uh, you just picture him like grabbing Kevin Owens backstage, like, land me, goddamn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, like, God If, damn it, if you don't it. hit me
3: hard enough, you'll be fired. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
0: you know that's exactly how it happened. It was Vince's first time on SmackDown, <laughs> in like. 5 or 6 years too like oh wow cuz he he's barely even on raw anymore and like before a year ago Smackdown was pre-taped so he's never going to be on that like so now it was his first time back and then like took a headbutt and then took a super kick from Kevin Owens and then took a frog splash from Kevin Owens. All in yeah. the same segment. Holy yeah. shit. Seventy two year old man. Damn
4: dude. Yeah. He lay out, man. Yeah. That's a man I am pretty sure I watched him piss himself like during <laughs> uh during the the Stone Cold rock feud. So like he'll do pretty much whatever it takes, I think, to put a storyline over <laughs> Yeah. Like he's kind of, sort of an awful human being, but like you gotta give the man credit. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. There, there I mean there's there's pluses and minuses to Vince. <laughs> the reason we have wrestling at the level we do today.
4: Like, uh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That can't be understated.
0: Yeah. Then there's just those other unfortunate sides. Yeah. yeah. That he is a 70-year-old billionaire white man. That yeah. Looks like it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Speed old white men and I like I, I don't want to like get too far down this road, but like I saw in some of like the teaser stuff, like in between matches and everything, like Shane McMahon has not aged well. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, like he, it's weird seeing him still running around.
0: Yeah, like he still takes bumps and like d- puts on pretty good matches like a couple of years, but he his face looks weird.
3: Yeah, yeah, he, the last year at Hell in a Cell, he jumped off. No, the, that was a WrestleMania. That was a WrestleMania two, yeah. two years ago, okay. year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, he also jumped out of a helicopter and survived.
0: <laughs> kind of. I mean, his <laughs> helicopter crashed into the ocean, but he did survive.
4: Yeah. For seriously? Yeah. Very
0: recently, he took a bump from a helicopter. That's he not a kayfabe, dead. but like no, actually
4: he happened. Yeah. Helicopter
0: crashed into the ocean. Holy shit! A month and a half and ago, he just
4: maybe. walked and, out. Was like, I'm fine. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I gotta go. I got some googling to do when I get yeah, home. That's incredible. Some really,
0: really, just amazing interviews with him, like on the ocean front. Like after having survived, Like, with the wreckage of the helicopter in the
4: background, <laughs>
0: You're basically like yeah, our pilot like saved our lives and you know made everything fine. It's like you just survived a helicopter crash. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like this is nothing to my, this is nothing compared and, to my job. And Captain wow. wow. did
0: say your kids and your family would have been better off if you died in that crash.
3: <laughs> oh, oh there you have going on right now. And then he said <laughs> never mention my kids again. And all he said was your kids. And then he just Shane started punching him. Wow. It's
4: great! It's that's, so good. That's amazing. Way to, like that is that is a lovely part using the stuff that happens in the real world because you have to you have to acknowledge it anyway. Yeah, and like if you were trying to put like that's a good way to get heat. <laughs> like that's a pretty awful thing to do, but like that's at least intellectually honest if that's your goal. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah,
3: well, let's wrap it up. All right, what do you guys what do you guys got to plug? Uh,
4: you know.
1: <laughs> uh,
4: baseball playoffs are going on I've got an Etsy store that's oh. something no I actually don't okay. in any, not in any way <laughs> not in any way shape or form i not creative that way so, um, you
0: don't have to be I bought this Mariners hat off an Etsy shop for <laughs> real? You buy old
4: things excellent sell them. Oh, that's, oh, wow that's true that's, okay. that's, that's extremely true uh, um, I mean, mostly our podcast, I suppose. You know, it's, uh, it's it's picking up. Our podcast is That Baseball Show. Okay. Um, and you can find us on, you know, whatever, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. I think we're on everything at this point. Um, so our, our podcast is basically, like, essentially like this. Like, only, like, you know, it would probably be more like 70-30 the other way, wrestling, <laughs> to, or baseball the wrestling. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, really honestly, it's more like almost a, like a like comedy, pop culture, and sports like okay. in some sort of order. I mean, Jimmy and I are both lifelong baseball fans. We're not too big into like the um, the the stats or like any you know like breaking down games or analysis. But it's more like there's a lot of weird things that happen in baseball because baseball is a weird sport. Okay, and those are fun to talk about, and that's more what we kind of focus our energy on. Cool. Yeah. Your
0: trial of Mr. Met is honestly one of my favorite podcast moments.
4: In <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. So yes.
0: Yeah, y'all should definitely
1: check it out. Oh, thank you. That's good. To yeah, thank that you. was
4: that's that's been sort of our, our cold opens It's just been sort of skits or or um, sort of improvisations about something that's happened the week before, and that was a lot of fun. That was when Mr. Met got fired for flipping somebody off, <laughs> which again, like, that's baseball. It's like delightful. The
3: the mascot.
4: Yeah, yeah. The, this, Mr. Metropolitan, the big yeah. baseball face guy. Mr. Met broke bro, bro kayfabe he, in a hard in a way. In a major way. Oh, yeah. man,
3: that's a matchup. The
4: Mets, really I think thinking. the Mets were, it was a terrible, this, this whole season was a lost season for the Mets. Like, yeah. everyone is ruined. Anybody that's ever touched by this team will be ruined forever. <laughs> and they were getting their butts kicked in the middle of all this. And I think Mr. Met was on his way back to the locker room, and somebody yelled something at him, and they happened to be rolling their camera. And Mr. Met, on his way out the tunnel, just went, like, started walking backwards and just, mm, just gave him, gave him the, 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 <laughs> the, the bird. Yeah, totally. So good. The clip is like three seconds long, but I watched it maybe 50 times in a row because it's extremely good. And I think that guy ended up getting fired. I
0: wish he'd flip them
3: off and then stunnered them. <laughs> yes! Boot to the stomach. he takes it out, it's actually stone Mr. cold. Mr. Stunner.
1: Yeah, and then slaps two beers together, that just gets all in their face. It'd be amazing. Yeah, the the underrated part about the whole affair is the fact that it's still the Mr. Met giant smiley baseball. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like he, like this frozen golem or something. <laughs> right, this sort
4: of Death's Head sort of mask. It's yeah, amazing. He, he got
0: the stamp just like Abe did.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's that very one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what we do. So at that baseball show, we are at that BB show on Twitter. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we try to keep up with stuff. You know, in between episodes, that's how you find out about new episodes as well.
1: Um,
4: Jimmy, uh, you got your personal Twitter account as well. Sure, if if I'll plug in, mine. Uh, you yeah. can follow
1: me at Jimmy underscore Bowman uh, if you want to hear occasional baseball musings and then just general, uh, generally a person being angry online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, if you, want, I don't know if you want a good episode to listen, um, one that's a little more accessible and a little more timeless of, of that baseball show, go look at our episode we did in uh, with March. Uh, we did a, we did a live episode for the Treefort Music Festival. Oh hell yeah. And uh it was us reviewing the movie uh 7th Ending Fetch Airbud. Yeah, the direct the direct-to-video oh Airbud 7th Inning Fetch, which I think was the 5th, 4th
4: or 5th sequel in the what we call the Buddyverse. Ma- I you would, know perfectly well, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It matters. Fair enough.
3: As a as a lifelong Airbud fan <laughs> it's, and Airbud 2 Golden
4: Receiver. It's canon.
3: Um, yep. I don't know where the baseball. I think that's after World Pup.
1: I believe you're right, but before the buddies,
3: yeah, Yeah. before buddies, yep. So four, four or five, yeah,
1: yeah. And we did in front of a live, live (laughs) crowd. Wow, uh, some some hardcore buddy heads like yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and uh, yeah, that was one of the like for my money one of the more fun shows we had because was just and that one's pretty easy to jump into what we do. Cool. um, on again, any given week. Yeah, awesome for sure. Check it out, and I th- I think it's fair to say, like not to throw the hat over the fence. I'm fairly certain we'll be at
4: Tree Fort again this year, and oh, yeah. I think we're in talks to do um, some other live shows before that as well. So cool. Make sure you follow on us for all that, all the deets.
3: Awesome. What you got?
0: Uh, yeah, so I want to follow all our stuff. Uh, it's at Wrestle Boys Cast on Twitter and at GenuineRustleBoys on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I guess we should do Esai's main plug since he's not here. Yeah, um, Help keep this free. Yeah.
3: Um, AudibleTrial.com um, slash WrestleBoys. WrestleBoysCast. WrestleBoysCast. Um, listen to that Mick Foley book
4: yeah absolutely if they've got have a nice day on there and especially if he's uh if he's going to be narrating it like get in it get on it use that trial because it's it's a great book it'll change your life
3: awesome
0: yeah since he says here they only had that in once this episode but yeah or you can uh Follow me at kfavedad on Instagram. That's an no, extremely no, good Instagram that's, handle
4: that's or Twitter, Twitter or whatever.
0: Afterwards, at dad on Twitter and at mychemicaldad. Good name. Great
4: name. Those are both extremely good. Yeah.
3: Um, I am at bluegazzy on Instagram, at ostercoaster on uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Thank you guys for coming. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having 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 us. Appreciate this was very, very fun. Yeah. Um, And WrestleBoys316 says, one, two, three suplexes, you're out at the old WrestleBall
4: game. That was extremely good. Well done.
2: (laughs) Glorious. No, I won't give in. I won't give in. Till I'm victorious.